Welcome to this brand new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Mark van Horek and myself, Elias Krum, and brought to you by Marketing Guys, the MarTech agency based out of the Netherlands. Welcome to this new episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast, on which I'm delighted to have Mar, Mara Sadra. He's the CEO at Incremental, based out of Tel Aviv, Israel. And welcome to the show, Mar. Could you introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, hi, Elias, and thank you for having me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm uh, Maor, as you mentioned. I've been in this uh, marketing space for a little bit more than 20 years now. I've basically, like, uh, live and breathe uh, marketing technology and ed tech. I would say um spent about a decade on the web days and then made the uh, plunge into the mobile space, which must say was definitely the right uh, move at the time. Um, I've worked at companies that were SSPs on the supply side, and then I made the switch uh, to the ad network side with AppLift in Germany. Um, I would say in AppLift, I became extremely opinionated on the whole topic of marketing measurement, which is kind of like what eventually led me to start Incremental, Um, yeah, which I've been doing for the last two and a half years now. Incremental is 24 people and growing. Um, And as mentioned, I recently actually moved back to Israel as the team is growing. Cool. So we're going to talk about measurement and the season the seasonality of, um, well, basically marketing on this ad- episode of the podcast. Um, you guys do incremental measurement or you have an incremental measurement solution at incremental. What, what, what for the listeners that don't know about that, what, what, what is incremental measurement? Cool. Yeah. So uh, incremental indeed, as, as the name kind of like pretty much states it, uh, is an incrementality measurement platform. And if I kind of like, you know, take you back into what had me like start this company to begin with was the fact that like uh, in the last pretty much 20 years, marketers were heavily relying on attribution as their form of measurement it means user saw an ad, user clicked or uh, clicked a banner or a video somewhere in their path. And I'm going to give 100% credit to whoever touched the user last, whoever generated either that last view or last click, which is obviously extremely wrong. Like as a, as a consumer, you don't really often buy a car after you've been engaged with like one banner. Same goes for pretty much anything else you're doing. Now, basically, this is how marketing measurement was. Now, when we started the company... We had like a couple of assumptions, but one of them was that the whole concept of measuring for marketing performance has to also take seasonality into consideration because like your performance might not be the same on a weekend versus a weekday or a holiday or winter versus summer, or if it's raining or if it's dry, it really depends on who you are. So for us, like ingesting seasonality within the measurement concept was I would say honestly, pretty obvious. So seasonality into measurement and um, taking that into account in your marketing um, is something that a lot of B two C marketers probably will be um, will be will be working with or will be known with. Um, it's it's basically taking weather or time or your holidays or your day of the week into account. Um, can you give some examples of where where that made a difference? Yeah, let's go for a real example. So we, we work with a company called Bolt. Uh, it's uh, the Estonian company, I would say mobility giant. Bolt has like Bolt delivery, um, car hailing. Uh, you can also get like food. Uh, you can also rent scooters from Bolt. Now, as you can imagine, this is a real like physical 
product or products actually that are for consumers. But if it's raining outside, what's the likelihood of you as a consumer now booking a scooter? Probably pretty low. Okay. Um, if it's a um, New Year's Eve and you might have parties, what's the likelihood of you using your car versus you like uh, ordering a car hailing service to pick you up from wherever you're going? And I would say with Bolt, it's a very, very like explicit, very specific example where these outside variables, like the fact that it's New Year's Eve, the fact that it's raining or if it's dry or if it's, you know, zero degrees or plus 20 degrees um, matters a lot to the marketing performance because essentially what's going to happen, take New Year's Eve as the perfect example, New Year's Eve is a peak seasonality moment. Uh, for both. Like a lot of users are going to be using the products basically. Now here, essentially, if you would be, let's say upping your spend, because you know, I'm going to have good performance on New Year's Eve, Google or Facebook or whatever channel you're going to be advertising on is going to claim credit. Hey, we've generated this extra 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 new rides for you. But in reality, we both know it. This comes from peak seasonality. It's not Google. It's not Facebook. It's your own peak seasonality. And basically what we've seen is that companies who now are utilizing seasonality as part of their measurement strategy can now understand, okay, should I actually be spending more? Um, and you know, if, if you've been in the space, you probably are aware or used to the fact that a lot of brands spend a lot of their budgets on Q4. Okay. It's like the holiday period. Everybody shops. Yep. But in a way, it's a chicken and the egg. I can actually show you studies where we've seen that the ad spend during this time period is not contributing to more incremental sales. Means you as a marketer would be enjoying these sales, additionally sales, without the additional ad spend. Where essentially, if you took your budget and now reinforce your re-engagement activities, your branding activities, actually that would be kind of like better serving your purposes, which is, I think, what we see, you know, when we look at kind of like our customer base, these are companies that are really looking to how can I make my ad spend a lot more efficient because essentially there is so much, both bad habits and also bad data that tells you, hey, uh, you know, going back for the Bolt example, Google, Facebook, and so on generated 100,000 more First rights for you, again, in reality, no, it's just the peak moment where a lot of consumers are in the right timing to book your services. So so how would you suggest marketers work with this fact? So you you so for so let's take this this example of, of a New Year's Eve. Um, you know that there's gonna be a lot of bookings for uh taxi hill services or or you know the 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 or Uber or whatsoever. Um, you know, people will probably be Googling for it. So you, you need to be in, in that, on that well, first five places of Google um, of organically or paid. So how, uh, and, and how do you suggest people or marketers cope with this fact and how do you think they can save on, on advertising? Yeah. So First of all, again, if we go to the uh, Google example, New Year's Eve and, and being on the first stages, then that work is not done in December. If you if you started doing that in December, you're way too late because obviously where you want to be is you want to be top of mind in users 
like mines um, already before that. So again, if you're going back on SEO, which SEO obviously doesn't happen in a day or doesn't happen in a week, your investment to prep for the peak seasonality should have already happened previously. Same goes, by the way, from a branding standpoint. Again, if a user is now going to decide, okay, I'm going to book a car hailing service, you already needed to be in this user's like either mobile device or again, if it's a web service, um, like uh, have this user registered a month, two months, three months before that. Now, interestingly enough, kind of like what I wanted to uh, mention, there is a very easy way for marketers to understand, is my marketing essentially cannibalizing my own seasonality? Okay, and it, it basically goes like this. So let's say you were a marketer and you have peak performance on weekends and low performance on weekdays or the other way around. Okay, essentially, if your paid marketing performance correlates with your own seasonality, this means that for a fact, your paid marketing is leveraging your own seasonality. So there is some sort of a cannibalization there effect, which again, normally is fine. The question is how severe is it? If you are a shopping website and you can see for a fact that you can compare and correlate your marketing performance of every major holiday to your paid marketing performance in every major holiday, it means for a fact you are now overspending in every major holiday because instead of crediting your seasonality, your other efforts, you're now giving credits slash upping the budgets on paid media, even though, again, it's not creating an actual incremental effect. So <clears throat> I think a lot of marketers will 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 understand that. And basically what you're saying here is um, if, you, if you're um, in charge of marketing there, you need to start thinking ahead instead of investing on, on ads on New Year's Eve, you should be investing in SEO or app downloads or maybe your mailing list uh, to be ready before that date. So um, when that date comes, you can either give them a push message through the app or send them an email with an, uh, with an offer on the same day instead of competing uh, with yourself and other vendors on New Year's Eve. Is that is that what you're saying? Exactly. Cool. Exactly. And by the way, this is this is very difficult because it's there is at least a hundred years advertising habit to overspend during peak seasonality during the holidays. Again, if you're an e-commerce or a retailer, you're going to be spending a lot in Q4. Okay. And every single measurement and incrementality solution might show you that hey, this spend is actually most of it is wasted. You could be putting your ad spend somewhere else or in different season. It's going to be hard to compete with a hundred years of habit. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much that because there's always going to be the CMO that says, well, if we had spent, we could have generated even more sales. I can <laughs> literally prove to you that it's often not the case. And again, right now, you know, in the last six months, a lot of companies are, are looking for efficiencies. OK, it's it's no longer just about unlimited growth, definitely because of what's happening in the financial markets. And in general, there is less investments happening and we see a lot of layoffs as well. And companies are really talking about efficiencies. And again, when you've been a growth marketer and now you need to understand where should I cut and how can I cut in a way that is actually intelligent and not just cutting my budget by 90% and hoping for the best. um, These are the areas where you need to start thinking outside the box and asking these questions again, should I be spending even though my my performance are 10x versus a normal day because it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, Black Friday, whatever holiday or whatever seasonal effect is impacting me as a company. Just just um, a question that that popped up in my mind here is that 
we, we you, you and I um, gave some examples from the European and maybe American market. You, you dropped Black Friday and Father's Day, Mother's Day, probably probably Valentine, etc. Valentine's Day, etc. Are there any patterns you see happening in the rest of the world, or is this something that is just the seasonality? Is just something that we see in Europe and and in the U.S. No, that's a great question. So actually, like, like sorry to disappoint, but like seasonality is a, a lot more granular than going globally. Like, um, again, Christmas is not celebrated the same in like a lot of countries. Take um, interesting findings. So I mentioned Bolt earlier. Bolt is an Estonian company. These guys operate in, I think, 60 or 70 different markets. Now, we found out, for example, or I find out that New Year's Eve is celebrated on the 14th of January in Latvia. Mm-hmm. I did not know that previously. Neither did uh, I. It's, yeah, uh, it's Orthodox uh, Novigod. And then in some uh, Eastern European countries, uh, New Year's Eve is actually set, no, Christmas is celebrated on the 7th of January. That's Orthodox Christmas. So again, going back to your question, seasonality is affected by local culture, local holidays. So you cannot just apply it um, in a macro view globally. You have to understand effects. And again, if we go even more granular, um, temperature, if it's raining, you're likely not going to get a scooter. If it's a, a nice day outside, you are way more likely to get a scooter. If it's raining in Berlin, but it's pretty nice and dry in Hamburg, again, you're going into micro not even microclimate. This is just regional climate. These are the things that you need to sometimes apply. Now, again, uh, law of statistics, if you're looking at things from a macro view, it needs to be a significant change that is affecting everywhere. And if you're really trying to optimize for efficiencies, then, of course, you need to look at a bit more granular. Again, country at minimum, probably even more uh, than that. Love it. So. Um, you you mentioned uh, stuff like uh, like uh, the holidays and some of the the bank holidays that we've seen, and they differ from country to country and region to region. As said, you know the the Orthodox Christmas is in in January. Uh, probably, well, in China we have uh, Chinese uh, the New Year is is uh, also on other dates. I wouldn't know from the top of my head when that is, but I think that's in February. Um, yeah, yeah, lunar. So, um, but things like weather, which can be very local or even micro, as you say, how do how do marketers use that data and how do they adjust their campaigns, well, according to what's happening in a local area or even weather in a local area? How do they incorporate that into their campaigns? Yeah, that's, that's great. So like when we work with companies and basically try to understand, should we ingest weather data? Usually the question we ask them is, does it really affect you? And like, basically when we want to ingest any like external data point, whether stock market ticker, holidays and so on, what we would usually ask a company, um, is this really, um, does this really make your performance volatile? Means again, if you're selling an umbrella, you would 100% want to know if it's raining outside, okay? If you're like renting scooters, you would 100% want to know if it's raining outside. Now, when it comes to kind of like applying that, again, law of statistics, what we usually do is we take number of millimeters of rain in a given day to basically apply that within predictive analytics to see, again, was there a correlation between 
number of millimeters of rain to marketing performance? Do we see less new bookings for scooters when there's more rain? Do we see no change, basically, when there is more rain? So actually, like, when it comes to figuring out these correlations, it's in today's world, luckily, given uh, advancements in uh, technology, it's not that difficult uh, to figure out these correlations and then apply it within marketing performance. How did they use that to your like second part of the question? Then again, it, it is about planning. So, you know, there are companies who use incrementality measurement extremely operationally, and there are companies who use it extremely strategically. Strategically would be, how do we now plan our, again, December to January ad spend based on all of the data we've gathered on all of the measurements we've done for previous years, understanding for a fact that we should not be spending more around this time period. We should actually limit our ad spend, enjoy the organic growth, and then pick up back the ad spend when the time is right. Same goes for uh, weather. It's it's the same output. It's mostly meant for strategic purposes. Again, when the seasons are like this, what should we do? Cool. So I think I think you shared a lot of info in just those past 15 minutes with us, Mawar. <laughs> and I, I probably marketers would want to know more about this. So what I'm going to do is um, in the show notes, I'll share a link to Incremental's website. Um, maybe they can contact you or get a, a trial version or whatsoever. Um, I'll also share a link to your LinkedIn profile for people that want uh, to connect to you directly and ask questions. Um, and, you know, thank you very much for being on the show. And thank you very much for those insights, Moa. Thank you. And I hope it wasn't too philosophical or too complex and gave some uh, concrete examples. But I would also note that like if you go, if the, like, um, the listeners go to our website, if you look for DIY incrementality, there is an article that basically shows you how any marketer within their own data with pretty much Excel can figure out, again, am I overspending on seasonality or am I leveraging seasonality? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Marketing Technology Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or iTunes. Also, if you want to be a guest or know someone that should be a guest to our show, shoot me an email on e.crum at marketingguys.nl. Thank you for listening.